0: Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox and Tiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Uh.
1: <laughs> be kind, choose joy, laugh a lot. Be kind, choose laugh a lot. Cast little food for your soul, Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tighten up your core,
0: Said EK. EK.
1: you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown.
0: Sitting here with Lunchbox from The Bobby Bone Show, who's also co-host of the Sore Losers podcast, which y'all actually had me on your podcast the other day.
1: We did have you on our podcast the other day, and it was quite... Entertaining.
0: Yeah, so that's when I thought, okay, I need to have Lunchbox on. And I also realized the other day I got an email from a guy, and I forget sometimes that I have male listeners to my podcast because quite honestly, I am speaking to women, mostly majority of my listeners are women,
1: but guys have but, the same problems as women sometimes, right? Is that what you're saying? No,
0: but I guys are listening and occasionally they email and remind me. So and it I blows need to, your mind, right? Yeah. I'm like, wow, well, okay. I forget that. And I need to make sure and include them. And so I was like, who's the manliest man I know.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, That's why you <laughs> call me. I got it. Yeah. I know.
0: And so I thought after I did sore losers and honestly it was kind of fun and I'm not someone that likes sports, but I thought. Well, maybe some of my guy listeners or even some of my female listeners that might be into sports might want to know more about what y'all do over on the Soil Losers podcast. And I thought I would have you share four things or four, let's make it four reasons that people should go check out Soil Losers podcast.
1: It's a switch up from everyday life. And, you know, I, I, I was thinking about this. What are the four things why four reasons people should listen? Like, what is it about us? So then I was like, oh, I know. Amy can answer this. So what are the four reasons you listen? Oh, to the sore losers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, because mostly I listen when y'all are recording because I'm still here working and okay. y'all are recording it. So I listen. That's
1: not really a selling point.
0: Right. Um, I have subscribed and okay. I do download. So you have my full support there. But honestly, sports are are not my thing. I will say, though, that y'all detour a lot. For, you're not, it's not like a typical sports show from what I've heard, you know, Not like, again, that I listen to a lot of sports shows. But y'all intertwine personal stories. You engage with listeners from time to time. Like, y'all just did your first little Sore Losers convention in Vegas, and it was a huge success. So you're not your typical
1: sports show. Exactly what I was going to say is we are not really a typical sports podcast. We're not going to break down the X's and O's and tell you, oh, this is why they ran this route or this is why they took that shot. We sit there and give our idiot opinions. Three people that never played anything higher than high school sports. We are not just geniuses. We call ourselves geniuses. But it's really like your friends sitting around at a barbecue or sitting at the bar or just like people arguing about your opinions. We're not on ESPN. We don't have, you know, oh, I've been coaching for 25 years, so I know Intel. We don't have inside sources telling us, oh, this is what's going on inside this team. We just make up our own opinions and we laugh at each other. We make fun of
0: each other. I would say that's another, That's is that the second reason that it's funny?
1: I guess, yeah. I think it's funny. I I, think it's hilarious. I
0: I think it's funny. I I, even y'all's intro cracks me up because every day it's the same, but y'all do it live. So some people might think that it's pre recorded. Right. right. But I can hear Ray every day going, "We're doing it live," and then it's like, and the music starts, and you and then we go, "We are the one, two,
1: three, star losers," losers!
0: and then, uh, you know, you know the most about sports.
1: Absolutely, and see that's the thing. Do your uh, intro. Oh, okay. We are the one, two, three, sore losers. What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Yeah.
0: And then Eddie, I feel like he goes something like, I'm Eddie. I know the least about sports. I don't know the who's who's and I don't know the what's what's, but something. Yes, something like that. Yeah. Okay. And then Ray goes, What up, y'all? It's Ray. I'm from the West Side.
1: (laughs) he's, He's from the West Side. He's married to Bay. He chugs seltzers on the weekend. He's looking to move downtown. But his intro, if you listen to it, it changes every single day. Some days it's like, hey, my name's Sizzle, but my friends call me Sizzle. Never heard him called Sizzle in my life. So, yes, we are just – it's really just randomness is, I think, what our podcast is. It's a sports, quote-unquote, podcast because we talk about the games, but then we take on tangents and we just kind of go off into our real lives and then we talk about the players' lives and, I mean – I'm not good at describing why it's good because like when we had our sore losers convention and we had all those people show up in Las Vegas, I asked them, why do you guys listen to us? Like what made you come? And they're like, man, it's just fun. That's it. It's just fun to listen to. It's like, it's not your everyday, everybody's stressed out at work or in family. And we are just three idiots making fools of ourselves. And they laugh. They said, it's just funny and it's entertaining. And that's what we want. It's like, I don't listen to you to learn sports knowledge. I mean, some people learn a little bit that don't know anything about sports, but they're like, we don't care that you don't know anything about sports. That's the fun part because you're just like us where you just tell your opinions and you know what? 99% of your opinions are completely wrong and they sound idiotic a week later because that's the great thing about sports. You have no idea what's going to happen. So you take your best guess. And then you put it out there and you make fun of each other.
0: So kind of the first reason would be like, y'all are unlike any other sports show. And then second thing would be like, y'all are fun. Third thing would be like, y'all are an escape for people. Even sports shows, we I mean, turn on the news and that's heavy. But then even some sports shows- Do you shows, ever watch the news? No, I don't. I honestly. mean, it is
1: unbelievable I to anymore. me. The news is- Oh, 45-year-old male shot. Uh, a female found dead under the bridge. Yeah. Uh, and it's like
0: Yeah. This Sorry. is what
1: people like why like I don't understand what the news why that is what they show.
0: Yeah. Well, but even But who in- watches
1: that? Like well, I mean yeah, well, I there's guess. a lot
0: of people that still watch the news. I feel like the news, the big, you know, the Fox, the t- CNN, the MSC, like they're just all have this role to play and they bicker and do their thing and they're trying to be entertaining, even if honestly they don't really deep down feel passionately about something, they're going to argue about it on air because that's what they're paid to do and be obnoxious and pick a side, and it's so polarizing. But in sports, I would say sometimes they get that way with the, some right. of the sports shows that I watch, which I'm sure are awesome. But y'all's just seems a little bit more lighthearted.
1: Yeah, it's lighthearted. I, I mean, it really is just a laid-back kind of three-guys laughing about different things in the news and we don't only talk sports we talk about our lives we talk about you know make fun of each other for things we did and I mean well so
0: for the fourth thing why don't you share with me why is the podcast important to you
1: oh that's a great question man you're getting deep on me I didn't know we we're gonna go all deep it's important to me just because it gives me a release because I watched sports since I was a little kid I have loved sports with my dad my brother my grandparents I mean just when I watch sports and I have no one to talk to about it, like I'll call my brother just to talk about it. Like I want to talk about sports. And I feel like something I have in common with a lot of people is we like to watch sports. And I like to you know talk and be an idiot. And like on the regular, the Bobby Bones Show.
0: Which you all call the big show.
1: The big show. We get about two minutes to say something. And that's it. Because it's so, you know, you have commercials with a podcast. You can just rant on and on and on and just talk about anything and everything. And so... I mean, that's why it's important to me. It's it's another creative outlet to just kind of get me to, you know, get my energy out. because So I go home and my wife doesn't have to hear my boring stories over and over again.
0: Of you, Eddie, and Ray. I don't know if we broke that down. We did the intros. Yeah, but yeah, just yeah. so you all know, all three of y'all are from the Bobby Bone Show. Some I have some listeners. They don't know everybody right. from the show. Or I don't even know sometimes how they find this podcast. But Eddie, Ray, and Lunchbox are from the Bobby Bone Show. And then y'all broke off to do this because y'all all like sports and y'all have fun together. And yeah. Like you said, y'all have that kind of relationship, the good banter, the back yeah. and forth. But who's the leader? There has to be a little bit of a I leader. Mean, I think it's you.
1: Okay. I mean, I'm not going to brag or anything. I'm not going to like brag, but it's absolutely me. We Everybody knows it's me. It's 100%. These jabronis, I mean, they're great. Great people. They are. But everybody that listens to the Sore Losers knows 100% who is in charge and who is the leader and who does everything, who comes in with everything to talk about, who has ideas, has topics. Every once in a while, they'll bring something. I mean, I'll get emails from listeners that give us topic ideas or something they want us to talk about. That is more input than they put in, which is totally fine because I understand they're stressed out with their other job and it's just a release. And like I said, most of it is just kind of free for all. Like we talk about one thing and then it leads to five different topics. And so
0: I'm laughing in my head right now. Cause you know, if I have both of them on, they're going to be like, I'm the leader. There's like if no I chance. have Eddie, Eddie would be like, yeah, I'm the leader. And it, then Ray will say, Oh, I'm definitely the leader.
1: It's sort of like the, the store losers convention in Las Vegas. I came up with that idea. I was taking a shower and I had the soap and I'm rubbing my left armpit.
0: And I was just like, Thank you for that
1: detail. Well, I mean, I just want you to set, uh, just to know how it was going down. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, man, our podcast is doing pretty well. And I think we want, our listeners are ready for something really cool. And I was like, I got this idea to throw a party like in Las Vegas. I I think, you know, and I got out of the shower and I talked to my wife about it. And she was like, I think that's a great idea. I think you should do it. So I went to management before I even went to those two, before I even told Eddie and Ray about the idea, I went to management and they're like, we love it. Let's do it. So then I told Eddie on the golf course, well, guess what? Now Eddie goes around telling people, yep, I went to Lunchbox on the golf course with this idea about (laughs) Vegas. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, they're going to sit there and lie to you and tell you that they are the ones that are, you know, the quote leader. And yes, they know deep down that I'm driving that bus.
0: Yeah, well, uh, uh. I also think too that your your story about coming up with an idea and then actually going after it, a lot of people may have ideas in the shower, but then they don't take the next step and then the next step and the next step. And you kind of, you talk to your wife first, kind yes. of, you know, com- like, and talk of course to the wife is going to tell you it's a great
1: idea because your spouse is, oh yeah, it's a great idea.
0: Yeah. Well, sometimes your spouse okay. might be like, ah, I don't know that you should pursue that, but you had that, that little encouragement and then you took it to management and then look what you made happen. Like, were you nervous about actually doing the convention?
1: I think I have never been more stressed out in my life because Huh, how do I say this nicely? Management was taking a long time and planning anything and getting anything done. It was just like, uh, guys, we are a month away and we still have nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry. It'll come together. It'll come together. Oh, don't worry about it. We got this working. I'm like, no, no, no. We need more than that. We need, I was so stressed out. That the people were going to fly to Las Vegas. And I mean, that's
0: the wild part is people booked airline tickets, they booked hotels, they flew, then they paid the money to actually come to the live podcast. The podcast and, and, and the watch parties thing.
1: and uh, happy hour, everything like that. So, yes, the stress was just like, oh, my gosh, this is not going to happen. Like, do I cancel this? Because like, you oh. wanted
0: people to have a good experience.
1: That's Yes, because I felt like this is what I looked at. And Ray even said it on The World Losers. He goes... You stress too much. He goes, the way I do things, he goes, I just kind of am there. And if it's a huge success, yep, I was a part of that. And if it's a failure, that wasn't my idea. Oh, (laughs) I'm like, no, 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 that's not how it's going to work. See, because I felt like it was all on my shoulders because I had the idea. And so, yes, I was so stressed about the whole event, the whole event. And even when we got there, Eddie pulled me aside and he was like, hey, man, I want you to have relax and have a good time this weekend. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. But I was so stressed all the way up until the the welcome party where we it was like a happy hour meet and greet thing, like where we met everybody, and everybody was so hyped up and so excited. And then we went and put a big bet on red on the roulette table. And we had a hundred people around that roulette table screaming and yelling, and we put all this money on red and it hit and everybody goes. Banana. Like
0: it, it landed on red. It landed on yeah. red.
1: So we double our money and everybody is going crazy, crazy. And I mean, I walked away to go cash in all the chips and tears started coming down my face. And I was crying right there in the casino. And I don't know why I was crying. Maybe it was the alcohol. I don't know what. And my wife was like, it's because of the stress. It was the relief of it actually happening. And I think that's what it was. And it wasn't like I was bawling. There was just a little few tears rolling down my cheeks. And it was just like, wow. And I was hugging Eddie and Ray. And I'm like, ah, ah, it was just, it was wild.
0: Well, yeah, your vision was coming true. And yes. it was like you were. I think your body was able to just ah uh, relax. And that's what you needed to release. Your wife is totally right. essential for women, 18 plus multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in HOPE. Is crying something that you do naturally? I mean, because people probably wouldn't picture a lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show crying too much, but.
1: No, I don't cry that often. I mean, I can't. I mean, I cried when my kids were born, when I find out my wife's pregnant. I cried at the Sore Losers convention, but besides that, I don't know. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I cried besides that. Well, those are that. all
0: your babies, like your right, actual that's children and then your podcast baby. Right,
1: and that's it. So, I mean, I, I don't know many other times that I've cried. I mean, I guess when people die, they, you cry, but well, yes. I mean. <laughs> of course,
0: some people, it's still as hard for them to do yeah. that even then if, you know, have a wall up.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like when you talk about crying all the time, I'm like, dang, she cries all the time. <laughs> like I still, I can't, I can't imagine crying that much in life. But I guess it's good for some people to cry that much. But it's just like
0: yeah. Well, there's actually like a chemical that's released in your body when you cry that is helpful. Really? So yeah. I What's it called? I'm like, oh, the exact is it
1: the one. same thing when you like work out? Like when you sweat, is it the same chemical? Oh, like
0: endorphins. Yeah, that thing. No, I can't remember what it's called. Let me look it up. Researchers have established that crying releases oxytocin and endogenous opioids oh, known oh, as endorphins. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm good. These feel-good chemicals help both physical and emotional pain. Serotonin is also found in emotional tears. Natural opioids, which used to be called endorphins, are shown to decrease crying particularly... Blah, 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 blah. Now we're getting to... I'm sure someone listening to this that knows what they're talking about is like, oh my gosh. Like how the, many we'll times quiet. a week
1: do you cry?
0: Well, I mean, there's been seasons in my life where I've cried every single day.
1: Okay, um, right now in this season right now, you're in the, Oh, I
0: I haven't cried in maybe a week or two.
1: A week or two? Yeah. Okay, what Okay, do you cry just because of life stuff? Do you cry from stuff you see on TV, stuff you read? Like what is it- I think
0: if I'm stressed, like I'm more, depending on, well, I mean, you're married, so you know, this kind of thing. If it's that time of the month for me, if I tend to be more emotional, if something triggers me, then I might just have a breakdown. I guess the last one I can remember, I got a card in the mail and I opened it up, and it was someone from my family that had sent me a bunch of photos they found of my parents and me when I was a kid. Okay, like, I opened it up and I look at the actual, like, photos from, like, you know, 1987 and another picture of my mom from, I don't even know, 1979 or something. And I just, it, it was unexpected. It's not right. like I, but it's crazy how you can open up an envelope and instantly be hit with emotion that you can't control. So it, it ranges anywhere from, yeah, something that surprises me and happens or stress building up and just needing that release or learning of, you know, sad news or watching a sad movie. Like do you have a movie that you cry to? Uh surely there's something. What about like sports related Rudy?
1: Well, well, see here's the thing. I I don't Rudy's great. And that's one thing. I don't like people some people cry like when their team wins or they the and I've never cried when my team has won something because I'm a huge sports fan, but I just I get excited, but I've never cried over a win or a loss. I've been sad like man, my day's ruined, but I I feel like I'm getting better of that. Like, I don't let it ruin my day now. Like, it's like, oh man, that sucked, but okay, let's move on with life. There's one movie I cried in way back in the day. It was called The War with Kevin Costner and and Elijah Wood. It's about this family and this dad works in the mine and they're real poor and trying to buy their mom a house and Boy, I cried. I mean, it was just like, whoa. Don't want to spoil the movie because it's from like 1995, so I don't want to tell you the ending. Wow,
0: close. I'm looking at it now. Maybe 96. 1994. Oh, four.
1: And uh, I I cried in the movie theater at that movie. I went with No Teeth Keith, and I was just sitting there crying in the movie theater, and Forrest and Aaron were with us. And they're like, let's go. And Keith Keith was like, it's okay, kid. He was my old baseball coach. Kid, it's okay. Let it out. Let it out. And... (laughs) I cried right there in the movie theater.
0: It has twenty-five percent positive on Rotten Tomatoes. So what? It's a splat. Twenty-five percent. Okay, so but that's from the expert people. Yeah, what, what about the, the so people? The, the audience score is seventy-three percent.
1: Boom! See, that's what I'm saying.
0: Honestly, Lunchbox, I have never even heard of this movie. Yeah. So I feel I like I mean it's big just...
1: actors, Elijah Wood and, and Kevin Costner. I'm telling you, it's a good one. Whatever happened to Elijah Wood? He was a big actor for a while.
0: I have no idea where he is now. No, Kevin but... Costner,
1: he's in everything good. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Elijah Wood, he was in um, Lord of the Rings. I mean, I'm sure no, he's done way more since then. Can't but... be.
1: That's Daniel Radcliffe.
0: No, Daniel Radcliffe is Harry Potter.
1: Oh, what? Lord of the Rings. Maybe then. I don't know what Lord of the I guess I've never seen Lord of the Rings. I don't.
0: mean neither. Is it Wizards I'm, too? I am tempted to to watch it. Remember when Bobby did it? I don't know. Several years ago, he took like Christmas break and watched all the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I don't said. have that in me. Yeah, me neither. He told us not to do it. But people that watch it, they love it. If there was a TV show you had to recommend right now for someone to watch, what would it be?
1: Ooh, good. Oh, Ted Lasso is, I mean, that's an easy one. Yeah, well, Um, so
0: we do something here on the podcast called Four Things Gratitude. So I ask people, which you didn't get to prepare for this by any means of oh, bringing okay. it on you, but we do a TV show recommendation, a book recommendation, an Instagram follow, like something that you enjoy that makes you happy that you follow online and a drink recommendation. Oh, wow. So we'll start with the TV show. The TV show
1: right now, I mean, I'm watching American Auto, and it is hilarious. Like, it's, I think it's on NBC. It's from the same people that did uh, Superstore. I don't know if you ever watched that. It was like a, it was making fun of Walmart, basically. Like, it was like Cloud 9. They worked there, and it was blue and white. It's a hilarious show if you've never seen that. Like, if you have never seen Superstore, go back and watch it. It's over now, but you can start at the beginning, and you will laugh so much. Uh, Amara Ferreira, America Ferreira, yeah. she was in it. Now that th- this American Auto is so funny, it's about like a, working in the auto industry, the auto plant coming out, and, and everything is, it's only one season so far. It's like seven episodes in. I think it's hilarious. It's so funny. It's so good. And another one that I watch, and I don't even know where you watch this, and it's so simple, and you're going to laugh at me, it's called Detectorists. What? Detectorists, timing it. in.
0: Okay, I got it. Detectorists. It's a British television yes! comedy series. Yes, it is so funny. So BBC I don't on know, BBC Four.
1: I don't know where I found it. I think my sister in law recommended it, and I watch it. It is so simple, and it is so good. So good.
0: Dang. Okay, so you you've got more than just one recommendation. Oh, or
1: Survivor or The Challenge. I mean, they're neither of them on right now, but whenever they're on, they're the best thing on TV.
0: <laughs> what about Amazing Race? Do you? See Amazing like Race
1: is back. But it's a little weird because they, they st- here, here's crazy about Amazing Race this season. They started it, did three legs, and then COVID hit. So they stopped production. So everybody got to go home and you could train and work out and get back in shape. And then 19 months later, they started it up again. Some of the teams didn't come back. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was like a guy and a girl they met on a reality dating show. And so they were dating. And then the they were on the Amazing Race for three legs. And the 19-month break, they broke up. So they didn't come back.
0: Man, they couldn't even pull it together just to That's come That's what back I'm saying, do. guys. Like,
1: you got to suck it up to be on TV. Yeah. And then there was one couple, they were former D1 basketball players. I was like, they're going to go home and get in shape. They didn't get in shape. <laughs> they didn't get in shape. They, they were probably worse off than they were the 19 months ago. Like, I was like, guys, you, this is your one chance to win a million dollars. Like, you know, you were struggling those first three legs. Like, let's go home. Let's work out. Let's do it. Nope. Nope.
0: We'll move on to a book recommendation, which some people would be shocked to learn that you're a pretty avid reader. So, what is a book recommendation oh, you gosh. have for us?
1: Well, I, I mean, with three kids now, it's hard to read. Uh, there's a couple books that I love uh, Just Mercy is amazing. It's older. The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Oh, it's freaking incredible. This dude grew up in poverty, and I believe it was Africa. I think that's right. Oh, don't quote me on that. But they had no money. There's a famine. Like, they're starving to death. Like, I mean, it was crazy
0: what's that one called again
1: the boy who harnessed the wind
0: okay i just mentioned that some people might be surprised to learn that you're an avid reader but that's if you listen to the bobby bone show but also you have a lot of different sides of you like because you can be very opinionated and you stand firm in your opinions and you don't back down and for abby on our show but you you feel strongly about the fact that we need to not coddle her
1: Yes, my thing is we coddle everybody. We tell everybody they're good at stuff. They're, oh, you're so amazing. When in reality, they're not amazing at anything. They're not amazing at something. So just tell them, hey, you're okay, but you're not that good. Like we, we oh my goodness, you're just so great. You're, you're going to be the next star. You're not going to be the next star. Just be real about it. Like I already look at my kids and I'm like, they're not going to the NBA. Like It's just not happening. Like they shoot the basket and they miss. And I'm like, yeah, you're not good enough. You're not I the mean, next LeBron.
0: Well, yeah, pro- probably not. I mean, right, like but you year, can be honest LeBron with people. Is... I mean,
1: I'll cheer him on and go to their games, but I'm not ever going to tell him, hey, yo, you got a chance in the NBA because he doesn't have a chance in the NBA. My kids don't have a chance in the NBA. My oldest one is three years old. He's not athletic enough. I watch him and I'm just like, no, nope, you're not. I mean, I guarantee at three, eight years old, LeBron was just doing circles and dunks and Michael Jordan and, you know, all these people like Tom Brady, they were probably amazing athletes at three years old. My kids, ah, they're all right. <laughs> okay. But yes, I think we coddle people too much. We, and, and here's another thing. I don't think I'm... Rude. I just think maybe my tone is not good. I'm not good at saying it softly. Like you can say something like, oh, you know what I mean? Like it was a nice effort, and you can say it soft. I'm just like, oh, that, good. that wasn't good. And so it just comes off differently. So it's the same opinion. It's just I'm not good at the semantics of it. Is that what this called? Semantics?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we had a caller the other day. I feel like she put it nicely at some people's opinion about you. And of course, they're just getting to know part of us when they listen to anything. But what you say, like, you were the, like the George Costanza of the show. Like, some people are really irritated by his character and they don't get it. But then also, if you took him away, the show would not be the same at all whatsoever. So, like... She personally you,
1: hates me, she said. <laughs> she, no, she no, said, she did. But she, but she, she loves
0: me. you. Right. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's that's like, gotta be good to know that, like, you're loved and... Oh. No.
1: (laughs) You know, it's great. And here's the thing. And the people that say they love you, they they hate you. They don't really hate you. They really do love you. They just, in that moment, hate you. And I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't let it... It doesn't bother me. Like, if people don't like me for a minute, okay, cool. Like, that's why... I find it funny that people on social media, they say mean things and people block people. I've never blocked anybody in my life on social media. You know why? You don't
0: follow anyone on Instagram. Correct. But they can write comments on me
1: and they can write all the negative stuff they want. And guess what? I'll never block them ever in my life. I don't care. Say whatever you want. You won't get blocked. Not my thing. Because in the next tweet I put up or the next Instagram post, they're going to say, oh, that's pretty cool. So, hey, no blocking here. I got no time to block.
0: Yeah. Lunchbox is Radio Lunchbox at Radio Lunchbox on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow him, but don't worry. He's not going to follow you back. And like, I
1: won't block you. Literally. you yeah. Do I you mean, even
0: follow the Bobby Bone Show on Instagram? You follow zero Zero
1: Zero people. Zero. 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 You know why? I ain't got time. I ain't got time. There ain't no time for that.
0: Okay. Well, what about, speaking of Instagram, you don't follow any accounts and I was about to ask you what Instagram account you were thankful for, but I guess that's a tricky one. I, I,
1: yeah, I don't really go look at Instagram accounts. So just say, well, my wife, you know who she likes? Who? Kristen Bell. Oh
0: yeah. I follow her. I think I either follow Dax or her. I probably follow her.
1: I don't know. I don't know if she's good on Instagram, but I just know that because we watched her new show and she goes, Oh, I saw it on her Instagram. Oh yeah. The girl in the
0: house across the street from the girl in the window or the the woman. I I watched a little bit. of it. Did you like it? I, well, I don't know. I might keep watching. I do this brain therapy. It's called neurofeedback and you have to, while I'm hooked up to the well, the electrodes are like on my brain. I'm watching a screen and it's like the screen is well, you fading have, like, in and out. Like things
1: attached to your head?
0: Well, they only do that like to wires? measure my brain activity while I'm watching.
1: Oh, so it's not like acupuncture where they stick needles? No.
0: No, no, I don't even feel it at all. But I'm watching, so I have headphones on too, and the volume is going in and out. So my brain's having to work with that. And then the screen is fading in and out, small to big as well, and blurry And what is that doing? It's exercising my brain. It's trying to fix some of the, I have a really bad ADHD and have, since I was a child, most likely from, she thinks, the scar on my forehead when I hit my head as a kid. She thinks that that's when it maybe it all started.
1: So they think hooking up these wires to your head... Can make you concentrate better? Well, no.
0: The wires show my therapist the brain activity. So... And also tells the machine my brain activity so it knows what to show me and put in my ears. So there's nothing going into my head from the wires. The wires are just information for my therapist and the machine that is making the screen. Do you see how if you're watching a screen and the picture gets really small, but then gets really big? Yeah, and your eyes get, get
1: bigger or smaller? Well,
0: your brain is having to work to oh. focus and look at it. Or I may not even watch a show. We watch Netflix. That's an option. Okay. And we watch the girl, girl. and the, with the gotcha the, across the street from the woman and the chair yes. or whatever. So I guess I'll keep watching that at my therapy appointments, but they're only once a week. So it's I okay. Would have
1: to... Well, it's only like twenty-three minutes, twenty-six minutes an episode. Yeah. And there's only like eight. I think it was a real quick watch.
0: So, and as someone that may know, I feel like neurofeedback is one of the the craziest things to try to explain to anybody that's never had it done. So if there's like a therapist listening that administers it, they're probably like, why is she explaining it in such a horrible way? But give me a few more months, still working through that ADD, and maybe I'll be able to explain it better. My therapist just recommended for me, especially last year, some stuff that I went through, just some emotional trauma. I went, and then that's when she took a scan of my brain and she actually saw like, physical trauma to my head as a child. And she, her theory is that that is when my ADD possibly kicked in. And uh-huh. she, she was like, Oh, I wish we could talk to some of your teachers or maybe even your parents, but my parents, neither one of them are alive. So I can't ask them, like, did you notice a difference in my behavior at school or schoolwork or concentration, like before that head accident and after, cause I had to get stitches. Yeah, I mean, I remember it happening, going to the hospital, and.
1: Well, I think I just must have had it when I was born because I was never changed in school. Like I was just bad <laughs> you may all... have
0: hit your head and not know it. I was, I was it. bad all around. Or it might be something else. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's going to be all about the boots. And Takova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions, and this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? <laughs> and her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut-scented Clorox Centiva is my go-to. and." I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well and that's really special and of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender.
1: That's interesting you say that because I'm reading a book right now about this family with schizophrenia. They I think it's called the Gavins. I I don't know the name of the book, but they had like 11 or 12 kids, okay? And like six of them got schizophrenia. And they like they were like all American like athletes, blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden one would lose their mind. And then the next boy lost his mind. And then the next one lost, and they, they were and this is like in the 60s. And it's just crazy and so that's they're one of the families that they were studying them, so it led to a breakthrough in the treatment of schizophrenia. It's wild. It is so crazy.
0: Oh, you don't remember the name of it? No, you
1: got to, Gavin's or Galvin's. I don't remember. I think they're the Gavin's from Colorado. They had like 12 kids. Or you got Donald. You got Peter. You got Mark. You got Margaret. You got uh, Mimi and Don or the dad and mom. The all-American family.
0: It's Galvin. G-A-L-V-I-N, and the book is Hidden Valley Road.
1: Yes, because yep. that's where they move in the book. That's, that's their house is Hidden Valley Road, and that's where it all goes down. And like what, the oldest brother, Donald, like one day he would they would come home and he would have moved every single piece of furniture out into the yard and oh. the entire house. He would just unpack everything out of the house. And they were like, they didn't know what was wrong. This is back before, you know, schizophrenia was a thing. And they finally, oh, it's crazy. It's a crazy book.
0: Uh, hey, another book recommendation. We'll yeah. take it. What about your final piece of gratitude? Is there a drink that you're thankful for? Or even a food item? Oh, yeah. I can I, tell
1: you a drink I'm thankful okay, for. Okay, what? Chocolate milk. <laughs> let me tell you, I love me some chocolate milk. 40-year-old know,
0: man that loves chocolate let, let me milk. tell you,
1: I, I drink, like, well, there's two things. I love hot chocolate. So, I love the winter. I gave
0: you a hot chocolate maker one year for Christmas. Okay,
1: yeah. It, it made six gallons at a time. <laughs> and so, I, I never make six gallons of hot chocolate at one time. So, I know there was no need for that hot chocolate maker. It was a great. Great gift because I like hot chocolate. you yelled
0: at me for it. Yes, I
1: still yell at you because who makes six gallons of hot chocolate at a time? I mean, the thing was huge. It, it, It really did make like a gallon at a time, not six, but really probably a gallon. And I don't need a gallon of hot chocolate. So I love hot chocolate. So I love the winter. But when it's not winter, I hit that just chocolate milk love chocolate milk. Like, <laughs> like when I get done with my soccer games and I score a goal, I stop at the convenience store and I give me a chocolate milk on the way home. But right. if I don't score, no chocolate milk.
0: Oh, it's a reward a system Reward system with yeah. yourself. <laughs> Before we wrap circle back to something that the sore losers have, which y'all have your own coach merch. We do. Because something y'all say on the show is coach.
1: We call each other coach.
0: Right. And
1: it's, that's the greatest thing is like when we're doing things and, We'll be out. Hey, coach, let's go over here. And oh, you're coach? What do you call? No, no, I don't coach. Well, you just called him coach. Yeah, well, we just call each other coach because it's sports and, you know, that's what you are. And he's like, oh, because I coach football. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, we don't coach anything. And so that's why it's even funnier. But if you have a coach in your life, like if your kids have a coach or, you know, you're you're married to a coach or you're a coach, you buy a coach shirt. It's really cool. It says just coach right on the front, hoodies, there's t shirts. So
0: where do we get them?
1: Uh, ShopSoreLosers.com.
0: Shop sore. Lo- I thought I knew. I was typing in sorelosers. because I knew it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. We have our own website. Else. So shop dot Yeah. Does it support Kid Power? Or who does it support?
1: Yeah. Um, a portion of the proceeds go to Kid Power, which is a organization that I work with. It's uh, the Inner City Youth of Nashville. It's the lowest income in the entire city. The poverty rate, like the average female, is I believe. 38 years old and the average male is six years old, something like that because of the incarceration rate. And so this is an after-school program that teaches these kids, gives them a safe place, gives them tutoring, tries to teach them life skills and they are just a great organization. And it's really cool. You can just Google kid power Nashville and it's kind of crazy because how I got involved with them is, I don't know if you remember this. So they have reward trips if they are, good for a certain amount of time like and they get they earn certain things they get to go on reward trips like some as mini golf some like your bowling, chocolate milk like my chocolate milk <laughs> and so there was a group of them like eight of them they had done enough over a few months and they got to come sit in the studio and they challenged us to go run their 5k race because that's how they raise money and so i went and ran the 5k race and i won dominated actually
0: but you were racing kids
1: yeah but i won <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay 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 and so then I I started you know spending, you know volunteering or whatever, and one of those kids that was in there you know he was like because introduced him and I was like oh what's your name, and he thought it was funny because he was on the radio he said Steve Harvey. Well he is now like a junior or senior in high school, and he volunteers at Kid Power now because he's in Youth Power he's in the older kids and he goes back to Youth Power and volunteers twice a week and like it's crazy he's grown up all just like trying to teach the kids. It's pretty cool to see. They've had one class that graduated high school and, you know, two kids stuck with the program through high school. Okay. And then there's another one this year that, you know, is about to graduate. So it's like just now coming to where they're graduating and go to college. It's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing.
0: No, I love that. It makes me wonder now, just hearing, you know, where he is and like, it's like changed his life and the trajectory um, he's on. And, in, when I lived in Southern Pines, North Carolina, I did a mentorship at a middle school, junior high, like sixth grader. And his name was Trevion Miller. Do you look him up? I I don't know where he is now. And I wish I would. I mean, I hung out with him. I knew he wanted to be a chef and like his goal was to go to Do you not have his parent, his
1: mom's number or nothing? No,
0: because he ended up living with his grandma and then they, he, then I don't know what happened there. And we moved, we left because this is when my husband was in the Air Force. And then we moved back to Austin and then we moved to Nashville. And then we just lost touch. And now I don't know. And it's like, Oh, you're making me wonder. I'm like, where have you tried to type the him in the world is Facebook? Trevion Miller? I did a, a, a while ago. I hadn't thought of it until, I mean, I've thought of it from time to time, but you, this is like, I'm thinking of it literally in this moment right now. There are
1: professional people that can find people. I am terrible at finding things on the internet, like old classmates, things like that. My wife is like a professional stalker. Like if she finds someone's name, she can find everything out about them. But I'm not good at that, so I couldn't help you, but I'm sure there is someone listening to this right now.
0: I mean, honestly, I don't know if I would, because he was sixth grade. I know what he looked like when he was a sixth grader. You would know. But that was 12, 13 years ago. That I. So he'd be out of high school. Oh, yeah. I hope he's a chef somewhere, because that's what he wanted to do. My neighbor in Southern Pines, Chef Warren, he had a really nice restaurant downtown called... Chef Warren's and he would let Trevion like come and does he know be, Trevion? Like, little... No, I mean he only knew him because I took him in there. Oh. You know, he'd order a steak and get the I don't, I don't know. They would talk like cooking stuff. I just thought it was so cool that he, you know, had this passion for cooking and he would watch the food network. And for him that was probably an escape. Like from his life was a little bit hectic. And he had the food I remember the first time I met him, we sat down and he told me, he's like, Yeah, I don't have a record. And I was like, oh, like a record deal? Like, I don't know. But no, he was referring to most members in, in his family had a, a record, like a criminal
1: oh, record. I didn't know what you're talking about still. I, I know. Like, well, but that's, I'm telling deal, you, the
0: t- his his circumstances yes. were not good. But he was on a path of like, I want to be a chef. I want to cook. Uh, and he would watch, like I said, the Food Network. And he, uh, it just makes me so mad at myself for not keeping in touch with him. It's but, hard. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what? I'm going to try to figure it out. That's what I'll do. I mean, this From is, this episode having you on. It's like and now I am going to try to find Trevion.
1: This is like a where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Right. And if you know that reference, then you are our age. If you don't Google it. <laughs> Google. Did it. you ever watch that?
0: Yeah. Where in, in the, the world, world
1: is Carmen San, San Diego. Diego.
0: Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah. I encourage people to check out sore Losers. We're we're on the Bobby Bones show together, but our podcasts are also in the same podcast family.
1: Yeah. So we are so hour. I really appreciate you having me and I just got to say that there was one person after you came on the sore losers that did tweet and say can Amy be my therapist? Really? Yeah, because I don't know what you said, but you, and that's what I thought we were going to come in here and do. I thought it was going to be some big therapy session where you were going to try to like break down my life and I wasn't prepared for that. So (laughs) no,
0: I didn't want to throw you a curveball like that. I can't be a therapist because I'm not an I know, but you know what I mean? But you
1: have like, you have like feeling like deep feelings, thoughts, like when you were talking about Tom Brady and like, well, you want to
0: come back and get deep?
1: No, I'm good.
0: I thought I was like, oh, I want to, i just thought it'd be fun to talk about. Sour losers and, and get to like people get to know you a little bit yeah. better with the graphics. Yeah, I mean,
1: I've never talked to your your, your crew before.
0: Yeah, my crew.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, tell them what up.
1: What up, crew? Thanks for having me. You're probably bored, and like, I should get this idiot off the radio, but whatever. And <laughs> hey, no, it was only 10 minutes of your time.
0: 10? <laughs> yeah. It's been way longer than that. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, I like see? to talk. Time flies when you're when you're having, having fun, fun. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, check him out. He's at Radio Lunchbox Twitter and Instagram, and then shop sore losers for sore losers merch. Again, that's tied in through the shop forward, so you may recognize that website if you've been there before. And then sore losers podcast is what they can search up if they want to learn. Yeah, I guess you probably got some really awesome episodes post the Super Bowl and stuff like that. Oh yeah,
1: we got everything. I mean, mm-hmm. we anything. Just go back. We make you laugh. That's it. That's it. I mean, we're just. That's all. We're there to do is make you laugh because life is too stressful not to laugh so just come listen to sore losers
0: and then if you get too stressed do like lunchbox and release a few tears
1: Ah, okay we don't have to go there
0: we can just end on that be like yeah you know what
1: yeah okay. no be like amy and release tears i mean i'm like
0: i probably am too much I guess there is no right or wrong way to do it. But right. I just was giving you a like a slogan to end on. Oh, like, oh so try yeah. it again. Try it again. What did you say? Life's too short.
1: Life's too short.
0: Have, say, you go, life's oh, too short. Oh, life's
1: too short. Have some tears like Lunchbox. No, no. no, no. You say, life's no. too
0: short. Have a little fun like you did. Oh,
1: life's too short. Have a little fun and laugh.
0: And then I'll say, or release a few tears like Lunchbox. <laughs>
1: Is that it? Is that, I don't know, is that it? Like, well, then, I don't know how you end your. You I, I don't know how you end your podcast because we, when, on our podcast, what we do we do a buzzer like the end of a game. Like the you? end you? Yeah. and oh, like we buzz out. Okay. What do you do? Like, I do you just, just say, say bye? Uh, no, you not know, go bye. <laughs> I do
0: sometimes. You
1: go bye. I
0: don't. Yes. Bye. Uh, Bye. Okay, so we'll do that together on the count of three. What are we going to do? This is like our buzzer. Okay, one. I mean, one, 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 two, three. Uh, Bye.
1: Oh, you said buzzer.
0: No, I said this is like your buzzer. Oh, like our buzzer. Y'all do the buzzer. Okay, we'll we'll do do the bye. bye. Okay, Okay. okay. ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye. (laughs) All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way?